Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day and another show up bright and early. I see. Thanks for being here. Hey, coming up. We're going to be getting to celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, plus headlines from around the world. Next hour, we're going to tell you about a little brother that helped out his sister with a slingshot. Yeah, he he helped her. No, no, he didn't hurt her. And a dog park that has outlawed barking. All that and more is coming up today on the show, plus a whole lot more. This hour being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And we are headed to a high today around 70 with a 30% chance of rain. Cloudy and 56 tonight, mostly sunny and 76 tomorrow. Thursday, sunny and 79. Friday, a 50% chance of rain and a high around 76. Well, if you listen very often, you know that at this time of morning, it is time for your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Kirsten Maldonado from Pentatonix is 31 today. Thomas Brody Sangster, that is Newt in the Maze Runner movies, he's 33. Megan Fox, 37. Taya Sirkar, who's the real Eleanor on The Good Place, is 41. Joseph Morgan, who plays Klaus on The Vampire Diaries, is 42. Melanie Linsky... Jessica Beale's victim on Candy and Charlie's stalker Rose on Two and a Half Men. You remember her. She's 46 today. Adam Richman, the dude on Man vs. Food, is 49. I don't know how the food doesn't win every time. My goodness. Jason Acuna from multiple movies. He is 50 years old today. Casey, I'm sorry, Carrie Payton. Wow, I really got that wrong. Uh, That's Ezekiel on The Walking Dead is 51. David Boranaz, who's FBI agent Seely Booth on Bones is 54. Tracy Gold, remember her? She played Carol Sieber on Growing Pains. Show me that smile again. 54 today. Tucker Carlson, a guy who's been in the news quite a lot lately, says he's going to be be re-emerging on Twitter soon with his own show. He is 54 today. Ralph Tresvant from New Edition is 55. Janet Jackson, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, 57 today. Chris Novoselic, Novoselic, eh, he's the guy from Nirvana. Not Kurt Cobain, not Dave Grohl. Yeah, the, he's the other guy. 
He's 58 today. Deborah Winger, Ashton Kutcher's mom on the ranch, is 68. Olga Korbut, gymnast. You remember her from Celebrity Boxing 2. She's 68. Pierce Brosnan is 70. And it's National Barbecue Day, or as I like to say, Tuesday, because uh, isn't every day good for barbecue, wouldn't you say? Uh, It's uh, 10 days now from Memorial Day weekend, 33 days away from Father's Day. And on this day in history, in 1866, Congress authorized minting the nickel five-cent piece to replace the smaller silver piece known as the Half Dime. In 1966, the Beach Boys released their masterpiece album, Pet Sounds, with Wouldn't It Be Nice and God Only Knows. The L.A. Lakers rookie point guard Magic Johnson replaced injured Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at center in Game 6 of the NBA Finals, had 42 points to carry the Lakers onto the title. That happened on this date in 1980. Andy Kaufman died of lung cancer in Los Angeles in 1984. Top Gun released on this date in 1986. Sammy Davis Jr. passed away of throat cancer in L.A. at the age of 64. Jim Henson died of pneumonia, the Muppets creator, in New York at the age of 53 on this date in 1990. Wow, there's a lot of famous people that have died on this date in history. On this date in 2000, the artist formerly known as Prince went back to just plain Prince on this date in 2000 because his publishing contract expired on December 31st, 1999. So there you go. Didn't he have the song Party Like It's 1999? Um, Okay, what else we got? Fox canceled America's Most Wanted after 23 years on this date in 2011. 1,100 and 78 criminals were caught through those 23 years on the show. And finally, in 2014, Barbara Walters retired from ABC News and The View. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. It is that time of morning where we do something called Random Facts. Orthodox rabbis warned that New York City drinking water might not be kosher because it contains harmless microorganisms that are technically shellfish. Yeah, New York City water, not kosher. I mean, who would who would want to risk it, right? 70% of all boats that are purchased are used for fishing. Okay. Bulls and White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf continued to pay Michael Jordan his reported $4 million basketball salary while he was experimenting with baseball. Yeah, that didn't go so well for him, but uh, still got paid, as he should have. That guy was worth every penny, right? Moles can dig more than 300 feet in a night. Those pesky little rascals, 300 feet. Australia's home to the Australian box jellyfish, the most venomous marine animal in the world. So if you go to Australia, you go down under, mate. Watch out for that box jellyfish. It'll be a real stinger if it hits you. Crikey! And finally, blueberry jelly bellies were created especially for Ronald Reagan. How about that? Trust but verify that they are blueberry and not some other gross flavor. You know, Jelly Belly, they will get you on like the buttered popcorn weirdness and, you know, barf flavor, whatever. But 
Trust but verify, right, Ronald? That's right. All right, those are your random facts. Good morning. And we are headed to a high today of 70 with a 30% chance of rain. Cloudy and 56 tonight, mostly sunny, 76 tomorrow. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Online at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Headlines now from around the world. Up uh, up first is uh, the European Union's antitrust watchdog approved Microsoft's $75 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The decision comes weeks after the UK's regulator rejected the deal, saying it would threaten competition in the country's video game industry. Microsoft has said it would appeal that decision. The, de- uh, the deadline is next week. And, well, really, bearing the lead here, the big headline yesterday, a four-year probe into allegations that Russia interfered with the 2016 election ended with a lengthy report that has repeated criticisms said by others as well of the FBI. Special Prosecutor John Durham said that the Bureau was more cautious and skeptical of allegations of foreign influence on the Clinton campaign than ones allegedly linking the Trump campaign to Russia, didn't rigorously analyze information it received on Hillary Clinton, yet relied on leads from political opponents of Donald Trump and continued to spy on the campaign although there was not probable cause, according to Durham's report. Christopher Wray, FBI director since 2017, instituted dozens of changes in 2019 in how the Bureau seeks secret surveillance warrants and handles other matters. The FBI basically said that, uh, yeah, that happened, but, you know, we've made changes since then. So nothing to see here. Hmm, okay. President Biden's next meeting with congressional leaders about raising the debt ceilings is uh, is scheduled for today, but a tight legislative calendar and a late start to high-level talks are raising the pressure on lawmakers. The two sides didn't sit down with each other until last Tuesday, nearly two weeks after the House passed legislation to raise the $3.14 trillion debt ceiling and cut spending. Both sides blame the other for not getting started sooner. Uh, isn't that government for you? Uh, the, uh, the government could run out of uh, money to pay its bills as soon as June 1st. Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, warned that uh, that could happen. The Republicans want to limit spending. Well, the, well I like that. I, I, why not limit spending, right? Uh, but the Democrats say lifting the debt ceiling shouldn't come with conditions. Possible compromises, including clawing back unspent COVID-19 funds, speeding up the permitting process for energy projects, and instituting spending caps, according to people familiar with the matter, are things that they are considering. World leaders are warily watching the debt limit standoff. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. This is a cool story out of Michigan. A teenager there saved his eight-year-old sister from an alleged kidnapper when he shot the assailant with a slingshot. The slingshot injuries ended up being how police were able to find the suspect. This is Lieutenant John Crimshaw with the Michigan State Police breaking down exactly what happened. The suspect had come through the woods and grabbed her like hand over the mouth, arm around the waist, and was attempting to pull her into the woods. I mean, he really is the one that I believe saved his sister's either life or from something seriously bad happening to her. You know, for a 14-year-old to see that and to pop into action that quickly is extraordinary. Absolutely. What a guy. What a brother. 
That sister is lucky to have him. And, of course, we salute this young man for having the courage to step up and do what was right in a very tense moment. How about that? Way to go. If you uh, got a story out there, feel-good story, we'd love to tell it. Email it to show at ikewingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this is an interesting little nugget, right? It is a juxtaposition, if you will. It's like banning children from screaming at a playground or telling politicians they can't be slimy. It's a dog park in Montreal, Canada that says no barking allowed. Yes, it's a dog park. Again, like I said, it's just like a playground that bans kids from laughing. Uh, Yeah, it is now going to cost people money if their dogs are barking. It's forbidden to let your bark, your dog bark, whine, or howl, the sign says. And if your dog barks, you could face fines between $370 up to $1,475. Okay, so specifically, bark, whine, or howl. We don't know about woofing. Uh, naturally, dog owners are angry. They're also confused about the new sign. A city spokesperson said that it's a reminder about an existing bylaw relating to controlling domestic animals in public. Sounds like the neighbors complained that the park was too noisy and the sign was put there to reduce the nuisance, but it's unclear how they'll enforce the rule in a fair enough way to find people that amount of money. Here's one of the dog owners, Melanie Richer and Tammy Peters, talking about the rules. My first reaction was what? (laughs) It's stressful, to be honest. Always looking around to see if my dog is doing good she's not barking too much and no it's not fun anymore it's kind of ironic to see a sign saying that we should prohibit our dogs from barking it's their way of communicating with one another and there are some instances where they're obviously going to bark wow did you hear all the dogs barking there in the background well well someone's going to be slapped with a fine my goodness leave it to canada to make a rule about a dog park with no barking that's stranger than fiction And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are headed to a high of 70 today. 30% chance of rain. Cloudy tonight, 56. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 76. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Big, big, big news uh, regarding local sports The Green Forest Boys soccer team are going to be playing for the state championship this weekend. Yeah, after beating Hermitage 7-0 and Mountain View 10-0 last week on Thursday and Friday. They went on to play Central Arkansas Christian over the weekend on Saturday. Beat them 4-1 in the semifinals. And so they will be facing off against a familiar foe in Haas Hall Academy Bentonville. The game is going on. This Saturday, Green Forest Boys Soccer playing in the 3A State Championship, 2 p.m. The game is going on. The match, I should say, is happening in Conway, 2 p.m. This Saturday against Haas Hall Academy. Go Tigers! And a very pleasant good morning to you. This weekend, it is Jeep Fest going on. Michael's on the line from 3B Off-Road. Michael, what can people expect to see at uh, Jeep Fest this year? 
Well, you know, uh, it's about gathering off-road people together, you know, and Jeep people are, are a specific kind of off-roaders, you know. They love their vehicles. They uh, like to do upgrades and stuff to them and kind of show them off. Uh, they'll get them out here and clean them up, uh, enter our uh, contests for uh, trophies that we're going to have out here for different classes. Uh, we'll have uh, obstacle courses uh, running out here, which we also have added money to the winner's pot. We're uh, doing uh, a blindfolded obstacle course this year where your passenger actually has to direct you through an obstacle course, which I think is going to be a real good time. Um, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a, a worldwide uh, Go Topless Day for Jeeps. Uh, some people here go topless, and they're thinking, I'm not attending that event, but it's for the Jeeps, not the people. <laughs> it is a family-friendly event. Kids love to spectate on the obstacle course and stuff. We do have uh, a downtown parade. We'll have Jeeps lined up, so if you're not uh, – uh, Jeep person or want to participate in the parade, you know, you can line up downtown and see all the people come through. Uh, they always have tubs of candy throwing out everywhere. Friday, uh, we're going to have early registration. Uh, we're also going to be hosting a chili cook-off with uh, live music uh, playing out at our amphitheater. And uh, people can come out, you know, uh, be judges, taste the chili, have a little bit of camaraderie with the other people out here, kind of see what they've brought to play with out on our obstacle course. It starts at five. It'll go till it's over, and the band uh, I think will play for three or four hours. We'll have a food truck out here, I believe. Uh, our lounge will be open. It'll be just a good time on Friday, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, we're going to kick off like uh, late registration at around nine. Uh, then we're going to kick into our uh, obstacle course, and it'll run until the parade uh, starts up at about, uh, I think, lineup is at 1, and then we will be escorted up to uh, down through downtown and back out to uh, 3B. This year at Jeep Fest, we all are also hosting a other category, you know, because a lot of people show up with their side-by-sides and stuff. Everybody don't have a Jeep. Uh, we'll have Broncos, Toyotas, side-by-sides, four-wheelers, motorcycles everybody's welcome it's not just just a single uh, group of people out here the blindfolded section of the obstacle course is actually going to take place after the parade so uh, we welcome everybody you know if you see the line of jeeps coming through town you know go ahead and come on out watch what the crazies do out on the obstacle course it's a little wild with people out there on the obstacle course sometimes i bet it does especially when uh the driver can't see this year <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to have uh, blacked out goggles on them, and the passenger, you know, is going to, you got to have to trust your passenger on this one, you know, so bring somebody with you that you, you want to lay your uh, life in their hands. The competitive edge comes from the navigator on uh, this event, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's on the second part of the obstacle course. Um, we also do have the uh, car show and trophies going to be handed out that evening, you know, that people have to enter their stuff in for that. We'll have judges walking around all day. We are going to have what they call a poker run uh, out here where you can uh, buy your hand of cards, you know, and uh, collect so many and then throughout the day we'll be handing out other cards there'll be prizes for that also now we're going to have the the music that evening vendors all day tons of prizes at our charity auction that we're going to be uh, auctioning off uh, the charity auction actually uh, goes to helping a uh, trailhead charity it's a charity that actually uh teaches kids how to operate the off-road vehicles, do maintenance on them, and basically, you know, get into the sport if that's something they, they're looking 
to get into or just try to get your kids off your phones and outside. You know, one of the uh, charities we're also uh, promoting this year is suicide awareness and prevention. Some of that hits close to home for us. So we like to try to uh, put that out there also. We're going to have people out here this year uh, from uh, one of the clubs that is going to be uh, talking with people about that if they want to know more about that. That'll uh, wind up Saturday night with handing out you know our trophies and music and all that and then sunday morning we're actually going to be hosting a kids obstacle course where if you've got a little mini four-wheeler mini jeep mini dirt bike come on out with your your children's and uh, run them through our little uh, obstacle course which will be separate from the adult course so it's not so uh, so hairy on them i guess Everything that you're talking about sounds like it is a fantastic event for the entire family. And uh, if you want to take it all in, there's going to be plenty to do. And if someone's not quite aware of the event yet and wants to uh, just get some exposure to it for the first time, that parade's going to be happening. And if they want to check out 3B Off-Road, you guys obviously operate all year round, right? This is just a special event that's happening now. But otherwise, you, you guys got stuff going on all the time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Out here on the property, you know, we have 150 acres, over 50 miles of trails. We do uh, rent side-by-sides in season and uh, slingshots for on-road use. So, I mean, if you don't have a vehicle, we do have vehicles out here for rent to run the trails and stuff with. Or if you just want to buzz around town or up and down Highway 23, we do have the slingshots out here. I've definitely seen those out and about. You guys are located essentially between Eureka Springs. If you get to Turpentine Creek on Highway 23, you've gone too far, right? Yes, sir. We're three miles south of the stop sign there in Eureka. There's more information, too, about the event on EurekaSpringsJeepFest.com. They can find out more about the schedule, more about what goes on at during a Jeep Fest. Well, Michael, thanks for your time. and hope everyone is able to get out and enjoy the great outdoors with some horsepower and, and some fun. No doubt, buddy. No doubt. Now, your headlines. Speaker of the Arkansas House, Matthew Shepard, is considering not running again. That's right. The longest-serving Speaker of the Arkansas House announced yesterday he does not intend to seek a fourth full term as leader of the chamber, but plans to run for re-election to his House seat. He said it was a difficult decision, particularly after having so many members encouraging him to run for another term. But uh, Shepard says that ultimately he feels that he's at a point where it makes more sense to transition to another role and allow the House to pick up a new leader moving forward into the next session. And a woman in Jonesboro fatally stabbed and a suspect arrested yesterday. Samantha Phillips, 44, was found dead by officers responding to a call about a possible homicide uh, around 2.48 a.m., according to a police report. Sally Smith, a spokesperson for the Jonesboro police, said that Phillips had been fatally stabbed. Smith said police arrested 45-year-old Andre Isabel, which the report says is Phillips' spouse. Isabel was charged with first-degree homicide in violation of a no-contact order. And finally... Missouri's marijuana industry has marked a major milestone reaching $1 billion in gross sales. Pot sales in the state continue to smash records months after the recreational sales got the green light. In February, Missouri hit $745 million in cumulative marijuana sales. In March, $817 million. April, $992 million. And surpassed the $1 billion mark in sales on May 2nd. Those are your headlines. Good morning. 
And we're headed to a high today around 70. We do have a 30% chance of rain. Cloudy and 56 tonight. Yeah, cooling off a little bit. 76 the high tomorrow under mostly sunny skies. Sunny, nice day on Thursday. 79 the high. Friday, a 50% chance of rain. Back in the forecast and a high of 76. Well, we told you a couple weeks ago, Bed Bath & Beyond, they went bankrupt. What is going to be used for all of that real estate, though? Malls, you know, they're just not attracting the kids like they used to. I don't know. Maybe there's a new strategy that can go into filling the malls these days. But in cities across America, where these Bed Bath & Beyond stores are, you would be surprised at what is replacing the business in there. And it is indoor pickleball venues. How about that? Yeah, that's where a lot of uh, malls and other large commercial spaces are filling up with. CNN is saying that it's already happened in about a dozen places. It could become a nationwide trend because both bigger pickleball chains and smaller regional clubs are moving into mall spaces already. Pickleball is growing so fast, it's outpacing the availability of outdoor courts in many places. At the same time, online shopping, of course, is making a huge dent in the spaces that retailers are uh, filling. Yeah, it's just creating it, creating a tougher, tougher go for a lot of retail spaces. And so Pickleball is taking over some of these larger malls and Bed Bath & Beyonds. And uh, anyway, you might say... Come on by and join me for some pickleball in the old Bed Bath & Beyond. Or if it's in the mall, we're going to go to Sbarro. And then, still have the Sbarro over at the Northwest Arkansas Mall? I don't know. Anyway, so pickleball. I've seen this played on TV and, you know, I've had people tell me, hey, you know, it's really fun. It looks pretty cool. I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and learn how to play it, I guess. You know? As trendy as I am, I can't miss out on this one. (laughs) All right, good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.